welcome to Inside Statesman, where we take a peek behind the scenes and sit down with writers at the Statesman, diving deeper into their writing process, thoughts, and opinions. I'm your host, Francesca Mavs. Today, we'll be talking about the evolution of American music festivals from its humble beginnings to now lavish status symbol. I'm here with the writer of the article. You could go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, um, I'm Skylar. I'm a freshman creative writing major here at SVU, and I write for the arts and culture section of the Statesman. The article that we're going to be discussing today is titled The Evolution of Music Festivals, America's Favorite Pastime. If you don't mind, could you just kind of give us an overview of what the article entails and what you wrote about? Sure. So it all sort of stemmed from this one documentary on HBO called Woodstock 99. And it sort of details the sort of downfall of that particular music festival. And I found it interesting how, you know, the dynamic of the music festival has shifted so, you know, drastically throughout um, the past couple of decades. So I really kind of wanted to detail that. So in this article, that's sort of what I did and talked about how, you know, it started from the original Woodstock and how even that was a disaster, but it's been so romanticized in, Mm -hmm. you know, the like America's mind that we don't even know. Um, And I feel like there's so many music festivals that I didn't even get to write about, like Van's Warped Tour and the Lilith Fair that, you know, have all contributed to the development of music festivals throughout American history. But that's just sort of what I wanted to detail and talk about, especially with GovBall, um, which just happened and it came right before I wrote the article. I sort of wanted to talk about what the dynamics are in music festivals and how the, you know, the crowd really fuels the entire show. So you kind of touched base on why you wrote it because of the HBO documentary. So then how was the process of writing? Did you have to do extra research or was it solely based on the documentary? Oh, I absolutely had to do extra research. I really tried to dive deep into, you know, newspaper accounts and different, you know, videos and anything that I could get because the documentary documentary only talked about one specific Woodstock. So I really had to do a lot more in-depth research on all of the other festivals. And I feel like, you know, you always want to get as much information as possible and try and, you know, separate the lore from the true facts. So I feel like that was really important in writing this. I had to make sure that I got to the heart of what actually happened and didn't just take, you know, the romanticized American memory of what it was. How did you think of Woodstock before getting into this or even before the documentary? Before I wrote this or before I even watched anything, I had always thought that it was a very, you know, like music appreciation weekend full of, you know, rock and roll and love and all of these like it had a very positive aura to the whole mm-hmm. thing. But, you know, through my research and through watching this documentary, I really learned that that just was because of the documentary that came after the original Woodstock. They sort of painted a very different picture of what it actually was. But if you go in and you read those news reports and you read those personal accounts, you learn that there was a lot less beauty to it than what is being portrayed even now. So what are your personal experiences with music festivals? Have you gone into any? Do you desire to go to any? 
I have never been to a real music festival. I've been to tons of concerts in my life, but I've never been to an actual festival. And I, even after, you know, watching this, I can't tell now if I really do want to go, but I think in my research, I came across, you know, the current music festivals, especially Coachella, that's really sort of touched on in that documentary specifically. And they say how it's sort of become very different than it used to be. It's a lot more upper level. It's a little bit higher caliber than, you know, the weekend in the woods with the porta potties that it used to be. I think it's sort of become a little bougier now and it's, you know, a little bit high class. So I might want to go to one, but I feel like sticking with the regular concerts is probably going to be the best bet for now. What concerts have you gone to? I've been to so many. Um, It started with, you know, Paramore in middle school when I had, you know, that phase. And, you know, it's really kind of evolved since then. I've been to everything from, you know, Katy Perry to Incubus to NF. I've been to like, I've run the gamut of musicians and I hope to go to so many more because I always feel like I have an amazing time. Just from the snippet of the music concerts that you've gone to, it does Mm -hmm. show that you have a diverse um, music taste. And one thing I would like to point out is the Back to Campus playlist that you did all the way back in September. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how did you come to make it? That was, I do have to, I can only take credit for for some of it. I know Melanie Navarro did a lot more work on it also, but I wanted to kind of encapsulate my own music taste because I feel like I have a superiority complex with my own music taste and take into account, you know, what my peers would probably want to listen to. So I did a little bit of a mix of, you know, the eclectic things that I like and the more mainstream things that I feel like most people would enjoy. And I wanted to make sure everything had the sort of undertone of fall and, you know, a little nostalgia, a little bit of, you know, just like, casual coziness so I wanted to just kind of go through that but really my process was scrolling through the pages and pages of my Spotify liked music and just you know listening to snippets of everything being like oh I think that could work but I really enjoyed writing that article can we expect another playlist oh absolutely I am a hundred percent planning on it I already have my next article pitched and ready to go and it definitely includes a playlist all right. All right. Can we can we get like a sneak peek? What what what's the theme of this playlist? This theme is coming of age. Ooh. I feel like very fitting for college in general. So, well, before we wrap this up, do you think is there anything else that you would like, um, I guess, our audience to know about the article that you wrote or anything else that you have coming up? Um, I have a bunch coming up. I have quite a few articles coming out about artists in STEM, about meditation, and then hopefully this coming of age article. But I think this article was definitely an exercise in researching and trying to separate the facts from fiction. And my advice is if you do go to a music festival, bring lots of water and locate the bathroom. That's all for this episode of Inside Statesman. Thanks again to Skylar for sitting down for this interview. I'm your host, Francesca Mevs, and see you next week.